Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, September 11th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part five of a several part C5 space. Somebody save me. Uh, recorded on. Fuck, what am I doing? This is part five C5 space. Be careful what you say. You never know who is listening. So let's be the ones listening. Let's take a listen. I imagine he has like one favorite food and he just eats that all the time, but it's not, it's not a boring one. Like you can imagine something like, um, Mark Zuckerberg eating some kind of, um, <clears throat> like a dense nutritious paste all the time, like a, <clears throat> like a kind of a, a pate or hummus or something. But, um, I think Do Kwon eats something more delectable, like, I don't know, Korean, like fried chicken or something. I think he lives on that. I can't see him eating anything bland. I think it's more of like a fast food, del- like a, some something fast foody, something like from a Korean KFC with a with a unique um, kind of sweet Korean sauce. But you think that would lead right. to him like laying eggs? I don't think Zara ever clarified whether it was his own eggs or or somebody else's eggs. I think it's usually his own eggs, but sometimes it's not because sometimes like when he goes on holiday, you know, sometimes you know you got to kick back, relax, eat some Korean fried chicken. And you don't want to be laying the eggs. So he probably subcontracts out that egg laying to like other mini doquans that he spawns. Because I imagine he sort of replicates like uh, slow worms because they live forever. Certain slow worms at least. Um, so yeah. Well, do you guys think he's immortal? I was going to ask you, Zara, can you, can you imagine anything happening? Like, like when doquan looks about 60 in human years? Maybe he goes to some certain forest in Korea and just kind of like finds a little cave and goes into it. And over the course of maybe a two year metamorphosis, sheds his old skin and then emerges like a ripe 20 year old and, and goes again and starts another a business, um, begins his entrepreneurial ascent once again. There's a rumor that, that photos of Do Kwon have been taken throughout history, going back many, many centuries. So and like a Do Kwon V2, basically. Just yeah, just a constant recycling, some kind of strange alien creature that that has these these mortal life cycles, inter, interspersed with these these like gelatinous egg sac regenerative um, metamorphoses. That would that makes completely sense. make sense. Like he would just shed his carcass into a Korean delectable fermented meat cycle by reincarnating himself through his laying of a lump. But what's his end game? What's his goal? What's his purpose? Because I just can't believe he's just here just to keep, you know, creating coins. What's his end game? Having oh, fun? He's going to outlive everybody. He's going to be. No, no, no. I just can't believe that. What's his goal? What's his end game? I don't know. I think that's one way of seeing things, right? Like, if you go around and ask a lot of people what their motive is in life, a lot of them will say, I have no motive. 
I just want to have fun. Uh, you missed it earlier. I'm just going to leave it at that. Those who know, they know. I also think if he lives in a cave, he's got to have a really high metabolism, kind of like naked mole rats, because, like, you know, they can't get cancer because they, they've got such high metabolism. And also, because they're, like, in the soil, they're constantly breathing in loads of their CO2, so they have really good uh, oxygen gradients. So their, their metabolism is just, like, perfect. So they don't have any glycolysis. They don't make any byproducts that cause cancer. So I imagine the only way to kill Do Kwan would be to put him in a really, like, you know, non like non PT environment where his he would eventually develop cancer and die. So I don't know, it's just an idea if anyone does want to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you put yeah. him into a with with a, a significantly higher oxygen to CO two ratio than than the normal Earth atmosphere, then I think he would die. And I think he thrives in like underground caves and stuff where there's a lot of CO two rebreathing. I'm wondering if this line of thinking uh, is going to get us all banned this time, maybe. And then who's going to be there to fight for us, right? Yes, like first they came for the asparagoid and I did not speak out. Mm. Exactly. There was somebody somebody in in one of the group chats yesterday. Um, I was using one of my like thousands of alts to to read them still since I'm officially banned from the platform. Don't tell anyone. Okay. See, I, I tried to take uh, Do Kwan out to the bar one day. The server came by and asked what I'd like to have to drink, and I said H2O. And I also was expecting Do Kwan to also order by saying H2O too, but it didn't work. The assassination attempt failed. Yeah, I, I was going to say uh, um, that, that somebody told me yesterday that there was some kind of um, guy, an activist, or some kind of political right figure that was banned from other platforms like YouTube and TikTok and stuff. And he apparently started a, a Twitter account and started hosting spaces. And about a thousand people came to this space to listen. And, uh, and, and my friend said that, that halfway through this space, everyone who both attended and hosted the space were all permanently banned at the same time. Like they did a, like a widespread ban to all loyalists, all devotees. Everyone was banned. So like, yeah count yourself lucky right now we don't know how long we have yeah, but probably not long yeah well, I mean, that's always the case isn't it you never know when it's your time to go so I you can expect, do this, but this is this is the thing about do Kwan, though this is his second coming with lump so the rapture is going to take effect pretty soon and we should all embrace that moment oh you're saying we're all just gonna go to heaven together yes we're all gonna be mm. Mm. this is definitely gonna get us all banned Here's another question for you guys. Like, I, I think that when you see anyone, when you look at anyone, when you look at how they move and talk and stuff, you can immediately intuit how they have sex. I think somebody's sexuality, somebody's way of having sex just somehow like shines out of them. It just somehow um, I, I, it emanates out of them. Like whenever I look at anyone on the street, regardless of if I've, I've, I've like seen them five seconds ago or I've known them for a while, I just know intuitively how they have sex. So my question for you guys is like, how, how do you think Doquan has sex? How would you describe his his movements, his the expressions on his face, like the little um, sex talk whispers he makes? Like, how long does he last? Um, when he ejaculates, does it dribble out or does it like f- erupt out like a fire hose? What's going on there? Like, what's your impression based on on listening to him, seeing him and stuff? Like, how do you think he has sex? He looks like someone that's like watering his plants while he's doing it. And then like the woman's doing all the work. Like he's a, he's definitely on his back for sh- that's for fuck sure. 
Like, uh, but but he's always vacuum cleaning when he's buying Bitcoin. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I Maybe agree. the women can tell us. Like, would you prefer like to do the work or to have someone else do the work for you? I agree with you, Steffi. I can imagine him on his back, and she's kind of riding him a bit frustrated, like looking at him, like, "Come on, fucking look at me!" Like, like we're here together. You know, I, we only have like half an hour a week together because you're so fucking busy and ambitious, you motherfucker. And then Doquan is kind of like. He's got his hands behind his back, you know, like relaxing style. And he's like kind of looking up and to the right, almost as if you can imagine he's like envisioning new decentralized finance protocols, like new tokenomic designs and stuff, new ideas for launches, new ideas for, for rugs like the last lunar rug. Um, I think he's like always up in his head. I think Doquan just lives in the future all the time. And this, this sense that he's in the future, like 10 years ahead, 50 years ahead is really, really disruptive for his relationships. I think his wife like orgasms quite a lot, but I think he almost never does. I think he sees it as like a, a maybe a twenty-minute investment of time to keep the relationship going, such that he can produce offspring. I, yeah, I what, definitely you, agree. You gotta do something, right? You gotta have your children's. Yeah. I I I would assume that he has the structure of a seaforce relationship, where basically the majority of the production is. Um, the fertility is within Doquan himself, and his wife's the one that passes it on to him. There are like a lot of people requesting to come up here today. It's like this, it became very popular. You you show up, Lunkdow shows up, and like next thing you know, it's like boom. So, well, uh, if we keep to... cycling people through, it's because like there's like a gajillion people asking to come up here. So, <laughs> well, you saw what happened when, when I just like you started talking about women's rights and having these weird like woke arguments and shit. And Tundra started being like preaching about his racist nfts and carrie got upset and grover went to bed and it's just a fucking nightmare and all the hot girls left and stuff and then like immediately when i come back like we're talking about um sex and doquan being a dragon eggs and zara's here like zara is is quite interesting because she has this like feminine instinctual intuition where she only comes to a space if we're talking about cool stuff and interesting stuff and if it's like loser nerd talk or weird talk she just gets the fuck out of there immediately or she doesn't show so it's like everyone should take feedback from Zara's presence. It's like really, really correlated to what's going on in here. Thank you. That's, that's really kind. Um, I actually wanted to build on what you were saying earlier about um, Do Kwan, <laughs> because I was thinking about um, how you could argue that like sex or the root chakra, if you want to go that far, is like an expression of life energy, emotional energy. And that's why when people have like emotional blockages, they're not very good at that stuff. Um, and then I was thinking about the fact that Doquan lays eggs, right? So obviously he's not like a normal guy because he's a dragon. So I was just wondering what you guys think about, um, he's obviously a very powerful being, but do you think maybe this culmination of power results in eggs? Like, is that like an ultimate progression of human evolution? Um, Addie's in the fashion in industry. She'd be an expert on this. She'd probably know. I would be an expert on eggs. Yeah, like little decorative eggs awesome. with little like gold and silver and shit on them that come out of a dragon. Oh, mm -hmm. okay, I see. I, I notice. I notice when you've become more autistic with time. Like you, you <laughs> used to be really happy with like emotional and kind of imaginative talk, and then the more time you spend around Sefi, the more literal it's become. And then mm -hmm. when Zara introduces a question like this, this kind of imaginal uh, imagery collective unconscious 
you know, Jungian archetypal flow of, of hypnagogic imagery and stuff, you become really confused now because it's like somehow detached from, from cryptocurrencies in literal speak. Um, you've, you've become a true crypto native. You are a woman in crypto. See, I'm, now I'm never going to return to one of these spaces because that's like, like horrible to hear. So I guess I can't come back now that I'm like super autistic, I guess. It's fine. We want you back, Addy. Addy, you're my favorite woman in crypto, like of all of them. And yeah. honestly, don't listen to the haters. They're, they're just—he's trying to kill your spirit. Honestly, he's I using know. word magic. He's trying magic. to like trying neg to me and like imply that I'm like not feminine anymore. But it's okay. I see right through oh, it. I'm the opposite. I'm saying you're adaptable. I'm saying you are becoming what you need to become to be rich in a year. By, by just like swallowing everything Sefi has given you. <laughs> hey. Hey, coach, I'm only going to be here for a sec. I just wanted to drop in and say that I'm uh, I'm very happy you could be back and uh, I hope you get your profile back and I, uh, I miss you and uh, I love you very, very much. Yeah, uh, Twitter algorithms, if you're fucking listening, listen to that like testimonial, right? We're going to record that and send it to whatever her name is, Erica, what the fuck that has the like, that she has that like Twitter handle, right? Like she can make things happen. So we're gonna record that, Jer Bear. And you're gonna say anything. If she says, hey, my anything name is bad, uh, Rex. We'll... I'm from the the Terra Rebels Discord, and I just wanted to say this has been one of the uh, most soul sucking twenty minutes of my life listening to you guys jabber on. Do not bring this chat to our <laughs> Discord. I will ban every single one of you, and that is a promise. Do you understand? That's, Ooh, you're Ooh, that's really good. Of this, like of this like nice woman as your profile picture. I am a woman and I am nice. This conversation, however, was not. Oh. Mm, okay. Whatever. You sound weird. Yeah. You're making me feel come, come to come to the Terror Rebels Discord to see what happens. Idiot. All right, everybody nice. go to the Terror Rebels Discord and <laughs> sign up. Stay away from the Terror Rebels Discord if you know what's good for you. You're being a little BPD. You just said come. Now you're saying don't come. Like, yeah. What? Hey, how about you stop watching porn and plaguing your mind? Come to the Terror Rebels Discord. See what happens. Who is this? Yeah. Person? Are you trying to be funny? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, this yeah. is just very strange, Erica. Oh, there goes. I think well, he's trying to be a dom. He's one of these guys. It's like it's like um, they have a kind of a prepared little um, comedic bit. But then as soon as there's any social pressure and demand for like imaginative, ongoing, persistent role play, he just runs away. He can't handle the pressure. And that's the kind of man he is, you know, he's he, when when the shit gets real, when people play back, he runs. Would you assume that uh, Erica lies on uh, his back during sex? Um, hello, guy. Hello. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, guy. Very interesting uh, conversation. Uh, but I have uh, 10,000 uh, people who invest in, into Lunacy, and uh, we have no idea what the fuck is going on with the Lunacy. So I, can I have some basic information from you, guy? No. Uh, and, and then I think I keep if, going with your sex story. To 20,000, probably, like, somebody will respond very, very uh, accurately. I, I mean... I've been looking for like uh, someone, some answer like uh, who's like first like who owns uh, a lunacy? Then now anybody own like CEO of like lunacy? Yeah, mostly CZ owns most of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I pr I see price as an interaction between buying and selling. 
And if there's more selling, then the price tends to go down. It shifts the curve to the right. Um, and if, if the price, if there's more buying, then it, then the opposite happens. And then sometimes there's an equal amount of buying and selling, which means that the so, price. So there, there are no, there's nobody on this uh, this this project anymore. I have a few. Yeah, yeah. I have a. a oh, who has the key to the yeah. liquidity? Bro, like you have Lunk as your profile name, dude. Like, if you don't know, like, who owns it? Like, come on. Hey, I, I, I told you I'm new, right? I never say I know about this thing. I'm just changing my name because I'm trying to support the community, right? So um, that's why I'm here to ask questions. Um, so, so what would you like to know exactly? Okay, so yeah, uh, who who has the key to liquidity? Is there any way, like, uh, because, like, what I know about, like, project is, like, if whoever can have a key to liquidity, if not locked, and they can take the money out and run, right? Mm-hmm. That, so I was watching an episode of uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights where oh. he has to find the key to the chastity belt. I think I, I think uh, Zara has the key to the liquidity. Zara, do you want to talk about how you obtained this in the first place? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, yes. all right. You, you, you got, you got been funny. I mean, I'm being serious. I have like ten thousand people. I've had to mute everyone here because women in in Web three decentralized economies are being marginalized constantly. This has happened throughout the space. Um, Zara let you talk when you were speaking, but as soon as she talks and tries to explain how she acquired the key to the liquidity, you interrupted her. Please let her speak, and then you can have your word or maybe your rebuttal. Thank you for that one. Um, yeah, so the way that I got the key to the liquidity was that I was walking down the street and <laughs> I reached into a gutter and I found a really long chain. So I opened up the gutter and then I pulled the chain and there was something pulling back, a bit of resistance. And then all of a sudden I got yanked into the chain, by into the drain by the chain. And at the bottom there was a lot of little goblins and they were all dancing around this big golden key. And they said, this is the key to the sewers. Where the liquid is the key to the liquidity so i took it obviously now i own the sewage system of my town and also the key to the liquidity of uh lunk <laughs> mm-hmm. so it happened accidentally that's nice um any any response to that lunacy oh my god i, I feel like you have been being a uh, full full crap you know but uh um, all right look okay. Just, um, just to make sure that you you, you go home satisfied. Let me, let me clarify where the uh, keys no. are. So right now, uh, Terraform Labs has the keys, and um, there's discussions about how to, you know, transition those keys to the validators, uh, which then sort of like take over the um, changes to the network. Uh, so that's an ongoing process. Right now, as far as we know, Terraform Labs has the keys to the liquidity that they got from Zara, who is just messing with you because um, the it wasn't goblins that she got them from. She got them from uh, small piglets in the sewer, but now Terraform Labs has them. Uh, so she was just joking with you, but yeah, it's it's all good. Thank you. Thank you. I feel that sounds like better. Um, another, question <laughs> is like, uh, <laughs> another question is like, if, if right, the proposal of to burn uh, all the platform, every exec uh, uh, crypto exchange will burn like 1.2%. If and when, like one or a few of them not participate, 
will that proposal work or not work? Because I see that if they don't work, uh, people will flock into that to avoid the 1.2% taxes. So is it going to work or not? I don't know. It, it, people are greedy and they're always going to chase the, the highest profit. So, you know, uh, if you're looking at cryptocurrency and you're trying to rely on some kind of altruism and people doing the right thing, then you're a crazy person. But hopefully, hopefully um, people on Twitter make enough commotion and enough outrage at people at exchanges not doing it that they kind of ruin their reputation forever if they don't. That's the power. The power is, is on Twitter. To, yeah, like if you if you review like the tweet I made to Binance or what Lunkdown made to Binance, um, that would probably give you some idea of the type of like sort of, uh, you know, decentralized, um, I don't know, irritation that we provide them <laughs> to kind of consider it. Uh, so, yeah, Binance is the big one. KuCoin is already committed, right? And finally, um, other exchanges can do it if they want to. I think MexC has uh, committed and implemented that, I think. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's some, uh, they're going in this direction, uh, but like we can't control what they do. We have no control over those exchanges. And, uh, uh, we just spoke with Vegas and, uh, there's also like Dr. Kim, I think, and they're working on, uh, like making some like, uh, upgrades to the whole system. And I kind of directed them to go speak with, uh, interchain FM, the, the, the YouTube channel where Chango is going to, she's going to, um, like or Django, I think you say her name uh, is going to um, interview them. Uh, I think September twenty second on her channel with Binance, so you can probably catch that and s learn something else. Uh, but we don't know anything else for sure right now. Mm. Conflict of interest. Uh, Sefi owns the podcast, which employs Django. Sefi, if there's if there's some um, truth to the rumor about um, BUSD being a native stablecoin on um, Luna two. Uh, do you think that's going to impact um, uh, Binance's decision about what they do with uh, with Lunk and and um, you know because they obviously don't want USTC to resurface if BUSD is going to become the stablecoin of choice for um, the new ecosystem? I don't think that's a big thing. I think uh, Binance is not sure if they uh, like technically if it's possible to make all of their different systems work with the burn mechanism. So they're sort of like they're they're figure it out. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's just a little bit of work. You can easily just tell some nerds to do it, though. It's not a biggie. I think. I think at the end of the day, if if the burn is so good for Lunk, and it's going to massively increase the value of Lunk and and the trading volume and stuff, then Binance will be incentivized to do it. The other thing to remember is that Binance is one of the early investors in in Lunk. Um, they invested in the same round as Cephi. So between Cephi and Binance, they own like half the fucking supply. So there's a strong incentive to maximize the value in it. So you've got the key too, Sefi. Well, uh, if I did, I'm not going to tell you, CJ. Wait, are you saying that I've got a dud key? No, the way that crypto works, Zara, is you, you, there's like, you know, you know how like the Lord of the Rings, like there's one ring? Yeah, well, in this you can have like 10 rings, right? And they all combine to form like a super ring. I don't know. I just feel like the goldman's kind of said to me, like, yeah, this is the ring. I mean, the, the keys. So I don't know, it just kind of killed my vibe. To know was, that it's not special, but whatever. Wait, was his name Smeagol? I'm pretty sure that's the plot to Lord of the Rings. Zara, uh, Sefi is definitely an expert on rings, so I, I wouldn't kind of question his authority there. Hey, Sefi. Sefi, can you tell us a little bit uh, more about your uh, your uh, Luke sword? 
My lunk sword? Yeah, that real long lunk sword you have? Yeah, well, like, okay. so I commissioned this guy in Japan, right? He's, uh, make, he folds, uh, uh, you know, Japanese steel. And uh, on the side of it, it says, uh, uh, Lunk is your master uh, and um, bow down to the master Luna Classic. Or, uh, yeah, so I'm paraphrasing, but it's a really long like inscription. It has like Zara's, Zara's name on it. It has Addy's name on it. And it has like, um, and like when I draw blood with it, when I like maybe like throw watermelons up in there and cut them, I'm thinking of Do Kwan, I'm thinking of you guys, and I'm just like relishing the experience of this sword. Like, like that sword, right, Ivan? You're not talking about, don't like dox me or whatever. Well, yeah, I, uh, that's the one I was talking about. And then I, I, I also had an idea uh, for, uh, you know, the whole uh, Do Kwan ordeal there. And, uh, you know, is there any possibility that uh, maybe we could coerce him into, uh, you know, helping with this uh, Save the Children project? But and Wait, the, Do Kwan is trying to save children now? No, no, no. I, I'm saying what we'll do is we'll, we'll talk to him about, we'll initiate him into saving the children. And we'll, like, you know, tell him about how good it is and, like, everything and uh, how he could be a hero and like everybody that hates him will now love him because he's going to save the children but in all <laughs> actuality what we'll do is we will send we'll put a hit out on him and we'll send him to the area where everybody can go and hunt him so this would make an interesting discussion actually like maybe what you're saying is i should get on to maybe like um like uh interchain fm or maybe like cryptocitos channel or maybe like uh maybe on uh ter terabytes podcast with like evan and pete uh maybe i could speak to some journals journals like um like you know bitcoin daily and whatever right and we can sort of like really get into it right and describe this like program where luna classic is going to save the children the c is for children and we're going to save them all right like yeah, i think that would be a pretty good narrative um maybe in, in not just a burn but like maybe we're supposed to send like 0.1 percent to like maybe like you know cure children's leukemia or something i think that would be pretty good that's really nice hey man i'm sorry but uh thank you for answering this question i'm, I'm uh, okay thank you all right very good question no problem man we're here 24 hours every day. This is the 24-hour help desk. So I'm one of those uh, crazy guys that own, like, you know, Rap Luna and also Blank. Um, What's going on with uh, Rap Luna? Like, is that, is that going to be packed to Lunk or Luna uh, in the future? Or uh, how does, how's that going to play out? How's that going to play out in the future? Mm, where do you have your rap Luna? Yeah, that's another topic. But I do own my uh, rap Luna in Coinbase. Okay, so uh, well, for uh, for starters, like to uh, solve that problem, you'd have to find a liquidity pool for rap Luna Luna, so that you might be able to find that. Well, technically, it's wrapped C Luna, I guess. I'm not sure what it is exactly. A lot of people are telling me to uh, change it to Lunk. Uh, but uh, what I decided to do was just accumulate Lunk uh, just on the side. And I don't care if I lose the wrap Luna 
Um, you used to be able to. Can you transfer it off Coinbase? Yeah, you can transfer it off still. Uh, you have to go into Coinbase, and then um, I believe in the platform there somewhere you can hit send, and then uh, you can uh, send it over to MetaMask. Uh, actually, well, it was actually it used to be possible to send Rapluna to um, KuCoin. You might want to check and see if there's a deposit address for it again. And maybe there's a possibility of converting now, now, it there to Luna Classic. You mean like as is? or As is, to... yes. It, I used to send Rap Luna from there to KuCoin all the time. Uh, so there was a way to get it there. Um, gotcha. so, but I don't know if that connection is available on KuCoin right now. You have to just go and check the deposit page and take a look. Got it. But uh, I, I, I'm so like, I, I'm one of those guys, like, you know, um, you know, you know what they say, right? Like, you know, curiosity killed the cat kind of guy. Like, I, I'm that kind of guy. So, so I, when I, are you going to die? Yeah, I just wanted to see, like, what Coinbase is going to do with that, uh, with that whole wrapped Luna. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, and I don't care. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. They, I don't think they've made any uh, statements one way or the other that I've seen. Bruce, you've seen right. anything? Uh, sorry, I was like, I don't know, just really enjoying some carrots. You know, when you eat something that's so good that you just like put all of your attention on it and it just becomes this orgasmic total experience that, that fills the entirety of your being and you just want to like be there and eat it. Um, Sometimes, are, you eat, are you eating the carrots or are you placing them in places? Jesus, that, I, I need that kind of orgasm, man. It's weird, guys. Sometimes I get up in the middle of the night and I have like, um, you know, I can't sleep, whatever. And I go to the fridge and I pour a glass of milk. And I'll just stand there drinking the milk like really, really slowly for like 15 minutes, just like enjoying every single fucking sip. And then after I'm done, I'll go back to bed. Anyway, that's what I was experiencing. I don't know what you guys are doing, some weird nerd shit. I was just feeling bad for Zara when someone said about killing cats. Well, I don't really care. I don't, cats can't speak English. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, um, if you don't speak English, you don't deserve to live, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, something I think people forget sometimes, uh, English people and Americans, I guess, as well, is that English is the international language. I was on a flight recently from Denmark to Spain, and like all of the announcements were in English. Everyone spoke in English, even though none of them were English. And I guess it's obvious if you live in those countries, but it's something I've always taken for granted. And I guess that relates to you know the blockchain in a lot of ways. It does, yeah. It does. I think people forget that. I think, CJ, you've forgotten that. Interesting thing is God is here. Uh, God is watching us all. Um, what is your, God, what is your judgment on us? God, are you there? Why don't you call yourself God? That's Paul. That's Paul. Paul, do you have something to say? It's like rustling. Hey, I've got a really quick a question, second, guys. I thought God's name was Paul. Guys, got a quick question for you. Go ahead. Um, you know, always in, in the literature, it says uh, the burn tax on every buy and sell on a centralized exchange is once they come on board. Um, when they say on every buy and sell, does that mean, let's say I'm selling, someone on the other side's buying, and it's not a bot. So is it 1.2% on my side and 1.2% on the, on the other person's side as well, therefore 24 or is that just completely incorrect? 
I think it's both. I think it's both. So does that mean that's two? So does that mean instead of fifty billion burnt per day, assuming a certain volume, it's actually going to be double that? It's two point four percent per transaction. This is the the burning question I've had for weeks, and I just don't don't know who knows the answer to that. Hold on, go ahead and ask that question again. I wasn't listening fully. Sorry. No, whoever whoever initiates the transaction is the one who is burning it. Oh, okay. Great. So so let's say I'm selling, um, but the buyer is not an actual real person. It's one of the bots on the exchanges. So I'm the one who's paying the 1.2. Um, yeah, so, okay, that, that makes it clear. The person initiating the transaction is the one who gets burned. Yeah, so- like, like, like if you imagine it on chain, right? So if you... If you, uh, if you, uh, I don't know, actually, this is a bit complicated, actually, isn't it, Steffi? Yeah, quite a lot so of the thing is, this is the Steffi, reason why, I sent uh, you the thing, right? This is the reason why Binance is kind of, like, upset, because they don't know who to charge. But let's say if it's on-chain and I, I send money to someone or send Lunk to someone, I'm the one paying 1.2. Obviously, they're not paying 1.2% to receive it, and that's fine. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, all, all the way through all the tweets and the literature, it's always said... 1.2% on every buy and sell. So right. I, I've, I've kind You're... of wished, my wishful thinking is that on every buy and sell means 1.2 on each side, but that's going to be too good to be true, right? Yeah, but in crypto, you don't really need sides. Like I can make two wallets and I can send a thousand Luna to the other wallet. There's nobody buying. They're forced to receive it. This is the funny thing about the blockchain, right? It's like I can send anyone Hitler NFTs and they're forced to receive them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weird things. You can't do that with new finance. You can just like coat somebody in Hitler and weird fascist NFTs and stuff. You can you can bombard someone with Bored Ape Yacht Club NFTs and like no permanent racist. Yeah. I have no crypto and no NFTs, but this is really making me want to get some. Like, I, I want to get Zara, some. Zara, if you make a wallet, I can send you some maybe like really sort of like nasty NFTs. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and maybe dust your wallet, they call it, right? And maybe Addy can send you some, like, really um, sort of gross ones, CJ here. And then people think you're a freak, right? I got sent a lot last year, like, weird toads and stuff. I could probably send you some as well. Zara, I can send you the Hitler NFTs if you really want them. Hooligan literally sent me a bag of dicks yesterday. Yeah, his wife drew those too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I have have an official uh, hooligan wife. Uh, the what is it, Lude, Lude Crypto Wifey, I think is her name, and she sent me that. Yeah, pictures of him. Like, what do you reckon her inspiration? They specifically sent me one that's she sent me one that's blue and yellow specifically so that it goes with my little, like, little fallout suit. It's actually kind of funny. I got so excited, Addy, when you said that you'd send me NFTs, I kept pressing to unmute, and then like it wouldn't do it fast enough so then i just kept tapping it and then it just kept i just couldn't like unmute myself you're going to be even more excited once you actually receive them wait so what happened to god down here uh, god are you there hmm is this like god a is... metaphor see an atheist and he joins spaces and he doesn't answer oops i think i fucked up i uh <laughs> I tried to invite Ryan Lyon to speak, and I think I removed him by mistake. My, it's, it doesn't even allow you to confirm. I just fucking like pressed it with my thumb. Ryan's been hanging around the whole day, just lurking. I don't know. Oh, is Jesus he Christ. PTSD or something from Luna or something? Because you have an option. Chat. You have huh? an option on your on your host thing to like remove any blocks from the host from the. Because I think I just blocked him out. 
Oh shit. And I get to rejoin. That's a good question. Um, Ryan got kicked and he can't come back. What have you done? I don't know. It's, it's, it's doesn't allow, it doesn't say like confirm to kick Ryan. I just like pressed it quickly and just got rid of him. Um, I don't know. He's our friend. I think if you maybe. do that, I don't think they can come back in for the rest of the space. I don't know if there's an option exactly. on the side. Like a, you can a, bring them back by going into your actual menu. It will say like uh, listeners, spe- or speakers, listeners, hosts, and so forth. Just scroll, swipe to the left side, and it will show you the additional option for blocked or moved people, and just take that block off of him. Um, wait, say that again. How do I get there? So, like, is it in your profile? Nope. And your actual space, you can actually uh, pull up on, let's see here. Yeah, pull up to review who is speaking, who is listeners, host. You click on the little button, Sefi, at the bottom with like the two people next to where you react to something. Oh, that one. Co host can do it too. Okay, let's see here. Um, so, listeners, and... I it, Sophie. I'm a lot quicker than you with these stuff. I'm being half your age. I have advantages, and this is one of them. Anyway. Yeah, really. Um, there's a lot of you in here. Jesus Christ, what's everyone doing here? Um... <laughs> Don't scroll down. Just scroll over to the right side so you can I think see they, him. Um, Coach already unremoved him. Okay. Okay. You got there's it. There's like okay. 150 people just listening to this, like, that's just chat shit. Well, I mean, God is here, so obviously they're following God to the promised land. Have you ever been in other spaces, Zara? They're fucking awful. They'll talk about, like, uh, I, I keep doing this, but, like, um, you know, they talk about, like, whether the economy is going up or down and whether, like, an NFT is, is a good community or not and, like, ways to make an NFT community. It's just awful. Like, they are, like, careers in Web3. How can you become an NFT influencer and stuff like that? They talk about this stuff for hours and hours and hours. So obviously, I mean, people- that's so awful. I just don't understand that. This is the only like crypto related space yeah. I join. It's just like Adi, Sefi, and you, like you guys. And I don't know anything about crypto apart from what you guys talk about. That's why I can't even do like improv shit posts about it when you ask me like a question, like the key thing, because I literally don't know anything. So it's just kind of funny. But, That's um, why you're mentally healthy and you're here, uh, like sorting us out, right? Uh, yeah, without yeah, you, we'd, like, be, we'd be basically drowning in bullshit. I'm like a therapist in a way, but like free. I'm like an empath. Yeah, exactly. That's that. Like the, I think the uh, the crypto nerds in here need to need to understand. Like, uh, you can't just always have like just uh, uh, teams of crypto nerds just talking to each other. It just creates problems. I think Bruce has taught us that, if nothing else, right? Sophie, there's a reason I didn't participate until lately. You know, um, when I used to join your spaces, I used to have a, a bucket to vomit into. And I'd never come back. Mm. Um, it was that bad. But but I think you are uniquely malleable. You're like the guy who's like bi-curious. Do you know what I mean? Like, like he has a girlfriend, but at the same time, if you kiss him on the neck, he'll kind of turn and be open to things. And, you know, you'll end up inside him by the end of the night. I think it's the same thing. Like we started these silly spaces, but you've you've turned immediately. You've realized, like, oh, you know, there's a better way, and a man can feel better than a woman, and a man can feel more powerful and uh, more sensual in many ways. And and the feeling of the stubble rubbing against my neck can actually feel quite pleasurable. It doesn't have to feel harsh. You were able to take that bucket of vomit and use it to fertilize this 
beautiful tree that Sefi has grown into. I mean, yeah, I'm eating my burger. Yeah, I, I tend to stay fairly clean shaven. I, I kind of like shave in both directions. I kind of like to keep it really short, right? So the stubble idea, I'm not a fan of it, but um, but your stubble is very nice, though. It's like a, it has a nice texture. I think Coach just told us he had a mouthful of meat, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, he said burger. That could mean many things. Um, Cryptomaniac, what's going on? Uh, do we need to kind of help you out getting maybe uh, late or something? Or just ask whatever okay. you need to ask. The whole team is here, right? Okay, my question goes directly to... Lundua, because I'm speaking with the team, so I wanted to kind of ask question about the validators. Uh, I noticed there's a governance proposal concerning reducing the percentage of uh, the the current percentage to ten percent or five percent. So I don't know how that will help. PFC is a piece of shit. They're all piece of shit. Wait, who, who's PFC? The ones that put that goddamn proposal forward. So remember that group I was adding you in, <laughs> uh, Lunk? That group uh, with all the validators, devs, and all that shit to discuss a minimum commission and possible voting <clears throat> limit. And PFC was part of that. And then before we even got done, narrowing down the kind of proposal we wanted they just went ahead and just posted shit for a marketing reason and came up with that showing hey look we're trying to support for a better decentralized blockchain blah 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 bullshit and pretty much just he was dude we added him way the fuck later to this group for one and all the other validators didn't even get to come in and vote yet and try to discuss it like you weren't able to come in and give your opinion on it as a validator for lunk um oh, no, going, the, are we talking about the actual pfc or like some sort of like different uh new one no, pfc no. validator for lunk no he's an old one yeah, he used there for luna too think so um he was one of doquan's original lovers um yeah you, I mean, you haven't invited me to this this group i've been betrayed by you no it's in your dms guy which dm is my lunkdow dms or what yeah it's in lunkdow i believe are you sure? Let me have a look. Um, yes, I sir. Yeah. It's there. Well, it's showing it's there on my end. So, But anyway, so this guy, he put uh, two proposals forward. Um, one is for 10%, one's for 5%. Um, he wasn't supposed to do that. Uh, we hadn't even voted yet. We were thinking we were going to get everybody's input on it, all the validators' input, the developers, community members that were part of the group. Um, and come up with one proposal after or maybe two and have each one okay let's do 7.5 or 10 percent whatever it was going to be 10 percent wasn't even one of the ones that were really voted on it had the least amount of votes um 6.66 percent and five percent had the most votes and then this one with the the third one was 7.5 percent and then we were discussing on a min commission um anywhere from one percent to i think 2.5 percent so you're feeling betrayed um, well not kind of betrayed it's just like dude you didn't even let 
the other develop validators come in. We were trying to get other validators in, like yourself, you to have what? an input in it. Yeah, I understand. But you know what? In this world, in this world, this world is harsh, demon. People are monsters. It's a man-eat man world out there. And if you're not eating someone, then you're being eaten. And that's what happened today. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, I could destroy him, literally. I could have every every person that's staked with him uh, pull out. Um, but I'm not going to do that shit. That's just stupid. But it was just kind of dumb because we were trying to bring all the validators together to get their input because, for one, the validators are the ones running the damn nodes. Um, and it's going to affect them greatly, especially the commission portion of it. Um, the voting power, I think, you know, is it, th there's a reason why we set it at 20% and that reason's over with. It was never meant to stay at 20%. Um, so we were now putting in the lower amount, but the whole commission part they left out, which a lot of validators, at least 50% of them were on board with setting a minimum commission. So no one could have zero. Hmm. Well, I mean, are you suggesting we, we go to his house and beat him up or something? Like, what's the action here? Eh. No, I'm just voicing my opinion that he's a piece of shit. Um, but if you want to go vote, I mean, you're a community member, um, whoever asked the question. Um, so it's up to you. It's up to the community. It's a decentralized blockchain. So if you believe they should be set at 5%, set them at 5%. If you believe it's 10%, 10%. If you don't believe in it at all, then vote no. I mean, it's your vote, buddy. I, just as you were talking, I, I felt your your rage and your frustration and stuff. And I was remembering like medieval torture methods. And there were some really interesting ones, right? So the first one I thought of was like, you know, when they take... Um, horses and they attach ropes to different horses to your to your limbs like one rope to your right arm one rope to your left arm just just to just to just pull you apart with horses they whip the horses and they run apart and you just get severed but the other interesting one is is like the do you remember the brazen ball Sefi? it's it's i think it's called a few things the the bronze ball or the the ball of a phalaris i think because it originated back there in the city of, of that um, and it's that you take a, a giant like bronze ball, ball or a metal ball, like a sculpture of a ball that's hollow inside. And then you put the person inside the ball and you heat it up with fire from underneath. And then the effect is that um, they slowly cook on the inside, but the ball has like a, a hole in its mouth. So the screams emanate from the ball, which is like a really interesting kind of musical sound uh, from the chamber of the inner ball. Um, so it's like a horrible um, way to die. You're, you're basically cooked to death by steam. Um, but the, but the, the audience hears the ball like screaming and making sounds and it hears it jangling around and stuff. I think that could be a, a, maybe an interesting possibility in the way we deal with PFC. Yeah. So you're saying you know, it's, it's, it's actually the techniques. It's actually the bellowing bull and the guy, the king that ordered it was so horrified by its construction. The first uh, victim of it was its uh, creator. Ironically. Okay. I didn't know that. Let me have a look. Yeah, yeah that's th true. I'm right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was right. So, um, Phalaris was a, <clears throat> he was a, a tyrant. He was well known for his cruelty. Uh, yeah, he was known for his excessive cruelty. 
among his alleged atrocities is cannibalism, eating babies, and other stuff. So he was entrusted to build this thing, I think. Um, so he was sufficiently dark enough to build this wild bull. Yeah, I'm just reading the Yeah, history. pretty much. So did he I mean, that really reminds me of the people that. he cooked? Never yeah, right. Well, he didn't. He didn't get a chance to use it. He built it and showed the king, and then it was used on him. So I don't think he got to use the bull oh. to make any meals. Yeah, just dog fooding. It wasn't Philaris that built it. It was he was he commissioned it to some inventor like a, a Da Vinci type. Um, yes, so the creation of the brazen bull. It's it, yeah. It's called a few things. I was right that it's called different things. It's called the brazen bull. Um, what did you call it? The bellowing bull, the bronze bull, the Sicilian bull. Yeah, yeah. So it's called a few things. So the creation of the brazen bull, it says the head of the bull was designed with a system of tubes and stops so that the prisoner's screams were converted into sounds like the bellowing of an infuriated bull. So they really put some effort in it to turn it into like a, a proper instrument. Um, Phalaris is said to have commanded that the bull be designed in such a way that its smoke rose in spicy clouds of incense. Interesting. According to legend, when the bull was reopened after the body was charred, uh, the victim's scorched bones shone like jewels and were made into bracelets. So it apparently had some effect on the, the bones as well. Stories allege after finishing construction of the, the execution device, um, Perilas said to Phalaris, his screams will come to you through the pipes as the tenderest, most pathetic, most melodious bellowings. So, so he's like, um, the, the, the creator is selling it to Phalaris is like this this amazing musical instrument that really highlights the the patheticness and the meekness of the victim. Um, Perilus believed that he would be uh, receiving a reward for his invention. Instead, Phalaris uh, was disgusted by the words he said <laughs> and and ordered its horns. Yeah, okay, so uh, yeah, he he was tricked into getting inside the ball, right? So so he was like, "Can you fix the pipes?" So um, Perilus. Get, got inside, and uh, I guess they just shut the door and started the cooking process. And, you know, fuck you for saying these words. You know, you disgust me, um, Perilous. So Phalaris cooked him. Fascinating. Mm. Sounds about right. So much. Thursday, apparently, he, I had to go to the dentist. Kill him properly, apparently. It says uh, he, he cooked him a bit, but stopped just before he could die. And then after freeing him from the ball, um, Phalaris is said to have taken Perilous to the top of a hill and thrown him off, killing him. So, like, he burned him completely and almost took him to the point of death for building this fucking thing and then threw him off a hill. Inspiring. I think we can take this approach with validators. I like how the title changed without no one noticing, but... Beautiful. Oh, I noticed. It almost makes you wonder what that would sound like. Someone spelled it wrong. Sefi, it was you, I think. You, you, you identify as dyslexic. Wait, what happened? Medieval is spelled wrong. Ooh, that's a typo. Yeah, let's fix that. Let's see, does that better? We'll take this, um, this space seriously if there's a typo in the title, that's for sure. You've got to fix that. I think that everybody takes these spaces seriously. What are you talking about? Not with typos in the title, though. Oh, yeah. So, right. so yeah. I post. So this uh, this little troll up in the in the like on my tweets, right? Like, on so Fat Man Tara uh, is claiming that uh, blah blah blah, and then somebody says, "Hey, like you know, I was shilling Luna." So um, I, I'm interested that nobody here went to defend me except for um, the supermodel, 
um, like what's her name? Yeah, Ivana, the supermodel, is the only one that uh, defended me on there. So yeah, you know, hop up there and like say some fun stuff. <laughs> Like make some like interesting responses up there. Oh, Demon. Uh, Do you want us to go call them? But Demon gimps, wanted me to Steffi? wanted to kill me though. That's the difference, huh? Do you want us to go call them gimps? Like, what do you want us to do here? Ooh, gimps. Uh, I don't know about that, but just have some fun. I mean, you know, like. Okay. <laughs> I'll use some hey, other was, bad words. I was just yeah. getting the toys for the game. Yeah, Demon said he's gonna like lock me up in shackles on that, uh, which is probably a good start. It's this vape guy that's having a go at you, not um, Fat Man. Mm. Yeah, this vape character, yeah. Has anyone um, ever come up with their own torture methods and things? I used to live with this housemate of mine who was like, I don't know, quite extreme like me. He was into martial arts and, and weightlifting stuff. We, we like to push ourselves. And we had this game called Pains, right? And the, the pain game worked like this. It's that I would think of a way to inflict pain. For instance, like one of the first ones we did is we took a metal spoon and we'd press it like super hard into each other's knuckles. So like I'd take the spoon and I'd press it. I'd like lay his palm down on the table, like like knuckles up. And then I'd press the spoon into his knuckles and like move it back and forth, like to make a cracking sound. And then like if he could tolerate it without screaming, then then he did it to me. And I see, I, I would see if I could tolerate it as well. And then like, we'd, we'd move on to like taking chopsticks and you know, the, the like little webbed area between the fingers, we'd like stick the chopsticks in there and he'd like yelp and scream and he'd be like, wow, that's a good pain. And I'd be like, yeah, that is a good pain. And then like, he tried on me and I'd like, I'd like yelp too. And I'd be like, fuck, that's a good pain. But sometimes like one of us would yelp and the other one wouldn't. And then that would be the victor. So like, we'd, we'd constantly be like, like, uh, I'd be looking around the house for like items and stuff, or if we were out and about. And I'd be like, hmm, I've got a good pain. And like pick something up from a shop. <laughs> like I'd pick up like a, uh, like a, one of those metal locks to, you know, lock a bike up or something. And I'd be like, try this one. And I'd like press it into his thigh. <laughs> he'd be like, oh, that's a good pain. <laughs> and he'd do it on me. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that is a good one. And we, yeah, we'd have this process going on for like a year. So like I've been into this thing, torture culture and, um, you know, pain games and stuff. Curious to hear about you guys' experiences though. You guys would have made a killing on YouTube if that had been a channel where you um where you videoed that. I did something similar with my brother, but um, like one of the ones was um taking metal pegs and um I tried freezing them, but um he heated them up in boiling water and then um you know chucking the pegs on like um nipples um stuff like that. Always always um scrotum and and penis was out of the question, but um but nipples were fair game. You know what the most effective forms of interrogation tortures were? I won't ruin it for you. Go ahead. So the CIA, well, so I was in the military for eight years. I was a scout sniper. Oh, um, great. In the army. <laughs> yeah. So I got to see some crazy shit. Not everything I agree with, but a lot of the CIA guys that I would talk to, um, to because we'd bring prisoners to these fuckers and then they would interrogate them and do all that good shit. So they actually figured out a way because these terrorists, when you gave them physical torture, physically, nine out of ten of them, they wouldn't give up shit. I mean, they, they were happy to die and be tortured to death and all this other good shit. The thing that worked is they would put them in a cell and... They would turn up the volume on the radio, just blast it for about two days, three days straight of rabbits or chickens being killed. 
just the sounds of them being killed and nonstop 24 seven for three days straight or however long and every single one of the guys every single 10 out of 10 every single one of them would be begging to give up information begging it's mental torture huh. that is really dark so did you enjoy did you have to like ever hurt the little rabbits and stuff to make the soundtrack uh, you can just go on YouTube or anywhere and probably find the soundtracks. I don't know where they got the soundtracks from. I wasn't part of that. I just dropped oh. off the dudes and then they kind of explained because I asked them because this was, you know, part of it was after like the Guantanamo Bay bullshit and everything. And I was like, dude, I was like, how much of that shit is actually going on? And he says, dude, we don't even touch them. We don't hit them. We don't do any of that shit anymore. And he's like, it's not even effective. Most nine out of ten times, it's not effective when you even do that waterboarding. None of that shit. He's like these guys; they've lived through hell for the most part, and they're happy to die in any such doesn't matter in which way um, for their cause. But he says whenever you do, whenever you play those sounds of just dying animals, he says I usually it, I do it a little twenty-four bit hours. So if I want to extract uh, data out of a, a prisoner, right? Um, you know, th- there are some like tried and true methods. So first off, like these guys, like sometimes they don't like uh, American sports. You can throw that on the TV, obviously. Um, they certainly don't like, um, like gay porn very much. So the thing is you could blast that. That's another kind of interesting tactic. Um, although some of them like it and they're like closeted technically, but like they're just pretending. So some of them like it and they're fine. Um, other guys, um, like if you really want to extract information out of them, um, you know, I, I've had to put them in like a dark hole and, um, you know, show them like, like, so I don't know if you've seen this before, but like, you know how there's like, uh, wait, have you seen star Wars return of the Jedi specifically? Honestly, when you talk, I feel yep. like one of those prisoners listening to like rabbit yeah. sounds. So what I do is I stick them in there and then I just like ha- I coast one of these spaces while we're while they're trapped down there and they just want to die. Right. So that's what I was going to say. Like, Zara, you you pretty much have the correct effect um, isolated. It's basically in the tone of the voice. It's maybe like the the level of uh, nerdiness or some other bullshit. And, and they just don't like it. Like they're they're like telling us where the 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 other terrorists are they're telling us what they're going to bomb next the whole the whole nine yards um so yeah when demon monkey drops people off uh i I do my best to sort of like get the information that we need so that like they don't blow up like the london tower or whatever the fuck you guys have there in the uk right like we can't let them just roam around just blowing shit up right so i I think you appreciate that wait Steffi, i think that's where you're wrong i think we should be blowing up anything in the uk that we can that we can okay we're all you, you seriously like british people Mm. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess I'm next I, I on the panel. Although when Coach, Coach was gone all day, I was like, I was finding myself mysteriously uh, missing his little snickering. Remember that, mm. uh, Addy? Yeah, you did like say. Yeah, that's I some, wish you would some... come in with a, a snicker here or there. I think it's funny when he's snickering. Like, I can't like. I think it's funny when he's funny. Like when he's like doing that little. <laughs> like I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> When he laughs at his jokes, that's the best. I'll leave to that. When what, sorry? When I when, 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 when you laugh. Jokes, when you're telling a story and you find your own story so hilarious that you can't, you start laughing. That's, that's awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the little snicker is really good. I think we should, we have it recorded. So we should, I'm going to make that my ringtone on my phone for my like notifications for my text message. It's going to have that little snicker from now on. I think the that's last, last one out, I was describing meeting my really fat friend after the, the cake feeder girl had like fattened him up to double his weight. I just like remembered him like strolling on the, along the street, coming up to me, a huge fucking fat whale, like double the size of he'd been before. I think that, that like lost it then. But I, I, I generally hold it together. Wait, I would actually, I have a follow up on that that I forgot to ask last time when you told the story. So did he ever like break up with her? Like, has, is he still like huge or did he lose the weight? There was a lot of weird stuff about that. <clears throat> like, um, for example, they lived about uh, a mile apart in this town where I was at university. And sometimes he would, sometimes like they would go to his house and she would say, okay, I'm going to walk back now to my house. And it was like the middle of the day. So she would like start walking back and it was a nice neighborhood and stuff. Like there were no threats or anything. Um, she would start walking back to her house, like a mile walk, a 10 minute walk or something back to her house. And then um, the moment she left the house, he would get so like paranoid that she wouldn't be safe, that he would stalk her all the way home from like a hundred meters behind. And he wouldn't tell her he ever did this. He would just like follow her on foot, like 200 meters behind. So he could see her in the distance, like a silhouette. And he would like kind of just, just keep a distance behind her and follow her all the way to her house, like to when she got in the door. And then he would return. Um, and like, I saw him do this many, many times. And I was like, you've got to quit that shit, man. It's fucking weird. I like, think what... I actually find that really endearing. No, because like, if you want to do it, just say, I'll walk you home and be with her. Like walk with her, hold her fucking yeah, hand. Yeah, that's true. Don't, it's like, he was like, he, went... he was like, oh, have a good day. Have a good day, Thontho. And then like, he'd was... leave and he'd fucking follow. Was he just really insecure? I don't know. Why didn't he just say something to her? I think there was. I think if a guy does this kind of thing, there's probably an element of like, hmm, I'm going to check what she's doing or where she's going. You know what I, I mean? It's like making sure she actually went home and not like, like, do you yeah, think it was that? Like making quite... sure she wasn't like cheating on him or something? I, I reckon there's an element of that because otherwise, why wouldn't you be like, no, yeah, I'm gonna, that's true. I'm going to walk you home. I want you to be safe. I'm only happy if I walk you home. Go would like that, right? Like, I, I think. Yeah, girl I think that. that I actually think it's like, well, it's like if a guy doesn't do that, I think it's very strange or like at the very least, like calling your Uber for you so they can track. Well, you have it. to understand it was like a but, well, yeah, this is nice, a nice place in the middle of the day. And like nothing's going to happen in mm -hmm. 99.9%. But if you are going to, to, to be with someone on the way home, just at least like walk them home. Don't follow them from behind. So he was like yeah. a freak. And like he was doing this over time and getting fatter and fatter and fatter and eating <laughs> cakes. And I think she would like be really insistent as well. Like so, so when she when she was at his house and she wanted to leave, she was like, "No, no, don't worry, I'll be fine. I'll walk home on my own. Don't worry." And he was like, "Okay, honey, um, you know, okay, if if you're sure, you can walk home alone." And then she'd leave the house, and like two minutes later, he'd fucking sneak out <laughs> and be following. <laughs> It's really silly. And, and, I don't and, know why, but I can just really imagine this whole story and these people, like, all happening in Norwich. No, but, like, not too far apart. Like, yeah, not there. But, um... Oh, yeah. Where? Really fucking silly situation. You know what? I was the surveying the audience just now, and, um, like, we have... We've had Knight Rider in here. We had Do Kwan in here. 
we had um, oh Nat's down there, who's all about subs, not dubs. Um, we had um, like okay, Darth Vader's here. Uh, like mm-hmm. we have a lot of like real like like celebrities hanging out in the audience doing I don't know what. Yeah, we've also got celebrities talking right here. So how about you carry on what you were just saying, Bruce? Hmm. Well, it's this weird situation. I like he he got with this girl, and I think he was quite sexually inexperienced and romantically inexperienced at the start. And then he just like started accepting these cakes. And I think he fucked up in the beginning because I think she cooked him a cake one day and he was like so happy and so pleased with it. And he praised her so much. He was like, fuck, you know, he was like, a girl has never done this for me before. I've never been cooked a large chocolate cake. She's put in so much effort and time and stuff. I'm so happy. So I think like his compliments and his praise and stuff just encouraged her to keep going. And then she was making cakes and fucking pastries and big apple pies and like big fucking ice cream sundaes and shit every day for like a year so i saw him get fatter and fatter and fatter and i saw him like follow her home like like i saw his figure uh kind of go into the distance as he followed her home getting bigger and fatter every day um for like a year and then i think she i think she eventually i'm not sure exactly because i think he didn't want to talk about it but i think she i think she cheated on him or lost interest in him or something i think uh, inside every girl they have this urge to see if they can destroy a man right it's like they want to be a little bit bitchy, a little bit testy. Um, they want to kind of make him compromise or something because they love feeling the strength of when he refuses to do that, when he like stays on his his mission or his routine or whatever, right? Like like a girl left to her own devices will try and swallow the entirety of your time. And it's your responsibility as a man to kind of stand up to that and say, you know, this is my time for, for following my mission or doing my business or working out or whatever else. And, uh, you know, if we followed your impulses, your girl impulses, you would just want a never ending like pit of attention. So all girls are like that. And uh, I think that this girl basically made him as fat as he could be up to the point at which she lost all sexual attraction and then she dumped him. So he was left as like this fat guy who'd like followed her home for a year or two. And You know, like um, just because I'm like I'm getting a picture in my head. And I just want some more details to like really sort of illuminate the picture. Um, do you, what was he like sexually? Do you know like who was in charge there between the two of them and her? Like I don't know. I don't. It's, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I always imagined him like just eating her pussy a lot. You know what I mean? Like some kind of weird um, thing where he went down on her and gave her an orgasm. And then he was like, "Okay, I'm happy because you are happy." And then he just went to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Like no, no, like penile uh, insertion mm. as himself, just like being down in her pussy, eating it. And then like looking up with his eyes, like, is she enjoying it? And then looking down and then maybe asking questions like, do you like it like this? Is this right? Um, would you prefer like an, a different angle of the tongue? And then he's looking up oh, and down. Please, can you stop? It's making me feel sick. <laughs> I'm just answering the questions, Zara. Like, what do you want me to do? I don't know, but it's just like, because you said how, like, I'm imagining, like, these disgusting, fat, greasy, like, whales stuffing yeah. their face with chocolate cake, like a dustless gloop, and you're saying all that. It's like, I she don't know. Was, it's, it... The funny thing, she was actually really pretty, the girl. Um, oh, she just had this, like, feeder thing. Yeah, well, weird. was he was he good-looking to start with before? No, she, like, he, he was, like, a, kind of a, I don't know, like a 6 out of 10, and then he descended mm. to, like, a 2 out of 10 by the end. Oh, well, you know, sometimes women, they like, like strange looking men. So maybe that was why. 
That's very interesting. I was picturing him in like maybe like um, what are those things called? Um, like a cage or whatever, where like you mm. can't orgasm. That's sort of what I was thinking. But your image that. makes sense too, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I respected her for it because because I've never seen a man get so fucking destroyed like fattened up so much and then abandoned like amazing like a real fucking conquest just amazing and like yeah. to enjoy, follow her home and stuff waste all that fucking time for such a long time and, and get so fucking fat living off like carbohydrates the whole fucking year like ruining himself completely for all other women for like the next two years just just amazing i respected her a lot i think it's kind of cool because most times um you you know you're able to sort of like ruin a man emotionally but physically, like that takes like that's that's so different. I feel like it's probably much harder. So that's really I don't cool. Know. I, think, I think people tend to like relax when they get into a relationship. And some people they sort of show their love through food and then mm. But like a hundred pounds, like that's like that's kind of or to double your body weight. Like mm. definitely I, I think I there's think... like the like love whatever it's called, like when you like put on a couple pounds, sure. But, like that's crazy. And like to not when have I like that. I gained so much weight. I got so fat. And when you um, what? Sorry. When I first went to university. Mm, um, yeah. And I don't know what my point was, but like it's kind of a vibe. I lost it, but like it was fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, one of the funny things about this whole situation, the fattening, was like it, it was clearly all from love. Like he, people need to learn their mute buttons. Um, he he was money, he was money. eating it because it was money. I keep muting him, but he no. I got rid of him. It's just it's stupid. Like I don't know what it is. Why people are like this? Like why do why do these people exist? Can't they just appreciate an intimate conversation between friends and participate in a nice way? You know, he's ruined his reputation forever. All of his credibility has been lost forever. Now, you know, we're never going to let him speak again just because of that behavior. And he's going to lose out on probably millions of dollars of, of alpha from me and Sefi and stuff. And uh, a chance to get in, you know, uh, a relationship with Addy and stuff. So yeah, it's awful. But yeah, I think the, the the sad thing about it was that it was all due to love. Like, like at some point she'd cooked him a cake. I don't know if you cook a cake, you make a cake, I guess. you get, I guess you cook some of them, right, in the oven. Okay. Well, you right. bake a cake. You bake a cake, okay. Cooking is like if you're cooking dinner and then right. baking is like... Don't me. Sorry, right. sorry, sorry. I know I don't know many things. <laughs> She's woman splaining on you. Yeah, I, you guys mansplain all the time. I'm allowed to like woman. Men, men in decentralized web three economies in these spaces targeted and marginalized. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, continue. It's tundra. I need him. Um, yeah, it was like all love. So sh she baked the cake for him, and the the cake got big, and and he ate it, and then he was like, "Wow, that's wonderful! Thank you so much for doing this. That's you know, a beautiful cake." And then she was like, "Oh, I feel so so good about myself. I'm just going to keep cooking them more and more and more." And he loves it, and this is the way to make him feel so loved. And then like he just never admitted his true feelings. Like this is enough cakes because <laughs> he didn't want to hurt her. Yeah. So it was like this weird feedback cycle where it was all based in love, all catalyzed by love. But the end was like the complete ruining of him as a man. So love killed him. Like, um, like some subconscious things. I was just thinking as you're saying this, like um, I went to see somebody recently that I'm like seeing. And before I went, I was like, oh, I need to like bring him something. Like I need to bring him food. And when I'm there, I need to cook for him. And so I brought him like 
a ton of cookies that I made. And I was like, oh, then he can like have them while I'm not there. But maybe subconsciously I wanted to like make him like huge and hideous so that no other women will want him. Maybe. maybe. Even cats do this, right? Like the, the gift bringing thing. Mm, um, yeah, when they bring you like a rodent or something. Eddie, all you have to really do to keep him like slim is like maybe control the portion size. Maybe like use a little Ziploc bag, one cookie, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Keep him wanting. Keep him wanting for more, right? You don't want to overdo it. Yeah, well, what a man. What a man has to realize is that that women true. really like praise and feeling loved and stuff. But you need to direct that to the things that are like good for your life. You know what I mean? So. Well, I told you that last time. I said I think the real reason is that I just want like praise for it, and you said no. You're trying to like mother him. No, no, that's probably one of my other personalities speaking. I don't remember anything. <laughs> hey, Stevie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What's happening? Well, I have an interesting perspective because I was actually dating someone who fed me to the point where I gained about 30 kilos. Um, and he left me for being too fat, which was nice. Oh, so this was the other way around. Yeah, so he actually did that to me. Um, I can't say I have great taste in men, but... Yeah, I just remember he always used to make me these weird, like, sweet chili chicken Turkish things that were so large for absolutely no reason. And then eventually, yeah, I was too fat. That's interesting. Stevie, can I, can I clarify here? Because there are three distinct types of fetish here, right? So there's a man who likes to see a woman eat, as in he likes to watch her stuff food into her mouth. There's a man who likes to see a woman gain a lot of weight. And there's a third type of man who's who's more um, despicable and goes further than the other two. He likes to be crushed by a fat woman. Was it like one of those or all three or what? Well, I wouldn't actually know because he was a virgin. And one of the other reasons he decided to leave me was that apparently I'd slept with too many people, which was two. So I can't really say from a sexual side. I know that he did seem to enjoy watching me eat food, whether he... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whether it translated sexually, you'd probably have to ask the girl that he left me for because he seemed to have no problem sticking his dick in her. Um, it was probably a, a good thing, to it be sounded, fair. It sounded like a pretty like weird, dysfunctional relationship, don't you think? Something went really wrong here. Oh, yeah, 100%. I was 18 and it lasted for like five months. It's, it's not important to me at all. I just thought it was interesting because I've been on the other side of, uh, I guess, Bruce's mate. I'm kind of like how old was kill him when when you were 18. I feel like that might I don't know. I feel like how old was he? Yeah, just out of curiosity. Oh, 17? Oh, I was thinking like when you said like he's doing all this weird these weird things, I was like, oh, maybe he was older. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very strange. It is. He had like 36 facial piercings though, so we can't say the man wasn't strange. Yeah, yeah, so you, you, maybe you should have known. Have you I always hey, hey, Sam, it's been a while. Oh, hey, what's up? I was just curious if you guys know with Luna going as low as it did, if, if I'll be able to prove digital ownership of my Luna Monkey business NFT, uh, which I love. No, you won't be able to. Sorry. Hmm. Well, let's let Stevie finish her story about um, getting fat, dealing with this pierced man. Uh, did you? Hey, I have a yeah. question, Stevie. Like, did you ever tug at his piercings? Like, I always wondered. Like, maybe you like, 
let's say you use like a long piece of string, right? Can you tie all the piercings together, like all over his body? You probably could. Um, it'd, it'd end up looking like some kind of weird macrame or like woven design. <laughs> yeah. It, honestly, it, it was red flags the whole time. He probably did me a massive favor. Did he have any, like, did he have any other piercings besides facial piercings? I feel like a lot of men that have facial piercings yeah. also have strange piercings, like, elsewhere. Yeah, so he had his nostrils punched out to, like, six millimeters. He had his penis pierced, and he had his tongue split. Mm. What was he ever, like, make snake noises at you, like, <laughs> and then he'd slide on the floor yeah. and, like, cover himself in oil. So he wasn't a complete no. virgin. <laughs> Stevie, I've noticed like over a long lifespan, um, probably longer than anyone here, probably if I take some of you and add your lifespans together, it's like still less than my lifespan. But I've noticed that, that men who get a lot of piercings and body modifications and stuff and tattoos, and they get more and more and more like compulsively, they are always bisexual. What's your, your answer to that? Do you think it's correct? I think that there's a lot of merit in that from my personal experience. And I've probably dated a lot of uh, guys like that. Yeah, there's merit there. It comes with the whole emo subculture, though. Like, the whole boys kissing thing in 2007, which most of these people base their appearance off. Mm. Like, yeah, it's there's a lot of merit there. So you're saying, like, culturally, like, there was this thing where, like, wait, what movie was it that there was this boys kissing? Oh, so it's like like the emo movement in, like, 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recall that, sure. Heavily into that, and a lot of these people trans kind of transformed into uh, well, pierced and tattooed, and yeah, like like black sunglasses, black trench coat, and then like covered in like um, funny little like spikes and shit. Yeah, a lot of these people definitely, whether they were bisexual or not, or whether they just said they were because it was the cool thing to do, it was kind of in the emo subculture. So, anyone with the massive piercings that kind of followed that a lot of merit at least in in what they were telling people whether they practiced it can't say this talking about guys with piercings it just reminded me of this party i went to once um, where there was a guy like that there and he was bisexual as well and he was always like slapping his friends bums it was really weird and um it also reminded me of later that evening at that specific party um because he had like a threesome with these two ratty girls it was really weird but anyway um, it was just a weird night. And then this ginger girl came to the party and she was Jewish. Um, and I was just like talking to this guy, like just hanging out like his friends. And then um, we were both quite drunk at this point and it was like 4 a.m. And then he got his wallet out and he started throwing 20 quid notes on the floor in front of the Jewish girl. <laughs> and she was like really confused. And he was like, <laughs> oh, no, it can't be right. She's not a Jew. <laughs> it's like the Jew test. But yeah, just reminded me. But yeah. That test usually works, I think, though, right? Yeah, I, I always fall for that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Would any uh, Jewish people like to come up and talk and offer a, a rebuttal? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that was <laughs> it. I'm 100% Jewish. It always gets me every time. It's, no matter how many times you go to parties for a few fucking dollar pounds, whatever currency it is, it's just really ugly. But um, yeah, sorry. What? 
I'm a black Jew. How's, that, how's it going? What's your, what's your life been like as a black Jew? Well, um, I'm just hoarding money. The Israel uh, sterilized loads of Ethiopian Jews when they arrived in Israel and told them it was a vitamin shot. Did they Sorry. try to do that to your mom? Oh, wow. why are you so intellectual right now? And you're absolutely right. There are a thing of black Jew from Ethiopia. I'm going to change topic to torture or lunk because this is kind of, I don't know, it's making my pussy dry. <laughs> I, had a, I had a question for Stevie. Uh, what did the experience of uh, gaining 30 kilos from these tasty Turkish treats uh, get you? Like, how, how did it benefit you? Did you get, like, uh, stuck uh, camping for, and, you know, didn't have food for seven days and were able to survive because of that? Or, you know. I'm like, how did... Zara, Zara, where, where are you from? Can you please let Stevie answer the question first? Sorry, sorry. Do you mean like, where did the weight go? I think you asked if there are any benefits to, to gaining all that weight. Like, was it all bad or was it also good? Were you like warmer in the winter and stuff or what? I was definitely warmer and I had massive tits. I don't know if you think that's a positive. But I couldn't ride a bike. So, I mean, pros and cons. Yeah. The Why couldn't you ride a bike? My, th my, my legs just wouldn't carry me. I was really uh, fat and like lazy and unfit. And like any attempt to go up a hill would result in me wanting to get off and cry like a little bitch. So <laughs> there's, yeah, there's this similar to the emo movement in 2007. Right now there's a movement going on. I don't know if uh, any of you are participating in it, but it's to make your thighs as large as possible. And, um, like to crush the skull of men. Yeah. It's almost like you want to use like injectables. You want to kind of like maybe do some extra time on the Stairmaster. Um, uh, you know, th there's like a whole series of exercises, some machines, glute masters, whatever. And basically to just get these like really, really big thighs and butts. Like, are, are, are any of you into this? I'm just curious, like if that's like the direction any of you are going. No. I, mean, I, mean, I like I do I mean, a lot of glutes at the gym, but I feel like that's more to like make my ass look nice, not like big necessarily. You know, like I'm tone. in a wheelchair, so I can't work out. Oh, mm. you could do arm I mean, workouts. You know, well, I already do, and I don't know. I just I I can't do leg workouts anyway. That's mm. okay. You can have like nice skinny arms. Yeah, like, legs too, I guess. But I mean, I'm on a seafood diet. <laughs> so, but like these days, like um, men are not that interested in women with scrawny legs, right? Like that's not that's not the style right now. So I, I don't know. Steffi, there's nothing she can do about it. She's crippled. Like, don't make her feel worse. Listen, Thank equal you, rights Andy. for everybody. Fuck that. Like, you <laughs> go and make your legs bigger if you're going to. No, like, sometimes I get like Play Doh and like plasticine and I like put on polymer clay as well. I've been doing all sorts of stuff and I just slap it onto my leg. Um, yeah. I'm sorry that your muscles are atrophied, but Steffi needs you to like hit the gym so that you don't look so scrawny anymore. <laughs> if I tried to go on a. Zara, we've talked about this. Your ALS is not an excuse to make it out in the world, right? You got to get out. 
Um, you know, there's plenty of famous people that uh, like change the world while, um, you know, while having scrawny legs. It's very feasible. Um, you have to kind of push yourself a little bit. You can't keep sulking around the house with your cat and whatever the fuck. It, like, just enough with the sulking, right? Like, just get out there is all I'm saying. I love going to the beach. I have a wheelchair surfboard. Honestly, Safi, I'm outside way more than you. You're constantly in these spaces talking. You know, most of the time when I join, it's just like waffle. It's just like, it's like tuning into like the most. I'm, walking, like I'm tuning into a time, by the way. Personally, I know that Zara does a lot of fun activities because we were talking about pottery. So I know that she has some hobbies outside of being in a wheelchair. Zara is amazing. She's like, she's she's more in touch with nature and her her outdoorsy feminine side and being in in you know by the ocean and in the forest and stuff and picking mushrooms by the base of trees and psilocybin and, and stuff like that. She's much more in touch with that than almost any of us despite the fact that she only has mobility on her head. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing. You're, you're an inspiration to many people here, Zara. Thank you. That means a lot. You absolutely are. And Zara, I just followed you. And if you don't follow me, then I'm going to be so fucking offended. I mean, probably would have followed you back, but the fact that you just begged in front of a hundred people is like, yeah. me off. Zara, Zara. Um, I'm not trying to bag listen. out. I, I'm not a beggar. It's just... Uh, I've told Addy this. This is not the way to gain simps. Guys like, don't realize this. No, it's yeah, fine. Just follow him back. Jesus Christ. Well, it's, want it's okay. It's okay. Zara is like intuitive. She's like a classical female. If anyone is too clingy, too needy, she just fucking runs away more and more and more. And the more, the more they try and the more they try and grab her, the more she runs. The faster she runs. You mean the the more she wheels herself? But yeah, it's it's weird. Like it's weird that guys do this. Like, um, what's his name? Edis, Edison. Edison. It's weird that Edison does this because I've seen guys do this forever. It's like if they were just cool and have a laugh and like a quite impersonal and just act friendly, they get so much further than being this this direct person. Like, hey, 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 Eddie, where are you from? Hey, Eddie, where are you from? <laughs> hey, Zara, or can you follow? It's like it's too. Too, it's weird it's also in the context of a group of like 100 people right it's just it's too confronting too direct too like inappropriate it shows yeah, no well, just so like I'm, I'm that. thank you Zara. Uh, but sometimes they'll like even go like this happened in this space somebody followed me and then replied to one of my tweets said, follow me back it's just like if you're just normal Unlike this guy, um, Ederson, you'll get um, followed back. Ederson, do you have I, I a got rid of, I got rid of him. It's, I think this is actually what's going through his head, though. I think this is this is how he thinks he's helping the world. I think this is his his mission, his battle. He's chosen to to say one dollar by tomorrow. Someone called Karma just sent me a yellow love heart and DMs. Karma, I don't know why you did that. Right. How do you spell their names? K U M R M A or something? Karma. K U R M A. Mm, so karma. Instead of doing these these like covert under the table little messages, why don't you come up here and face us all, like a real man or a real woman? You know, why don't you come and talk to Zara in front of everyone? Stop sneaking around. Like stop waiting till everyone's gone to bed and sneaking around the house and eating the cheese. 
Uh, instead, come up here in the light and face everyone. It's a bit embarrassing. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even speak right now. The dark moment of silence. Um, I've invited them to speak. They're they're down like way down, like fiftieth rank, like a really lowly listener. Oh, Karma, there you are. You sneaky little bastard. Oh yeah, go ahead, Karma. Yeah, what were your intentions there? My intentions were, I thought it was quite rude that people were being rude to someone that was in a wheelchair. So I just wanted to send... Uh, oh, Jesus, you're not going to come save the fucking cripple, are you? Jesus. Wait, how is anyone rude we were saying she was an inspiration? I mean, actually, I did forget that bit of the conversation. There's always someone on here trying to save someone else. I can't figure it out. I, I actually feel I bad actually now, feel Karma. Bad. I'm not going to lie, I'm not actually in a wheelchair. But if it was because of that, I appreciate that. Like that's actually really nice. You're not in a wheelchair yet. Well, I take mm-hmm. it all back then. No, yeah, I was just lying. It's just funny. <laughs> I thought so. Please tell me, Doctor Doctor uh, Doctor Carey's not back yet. Doctor Carey's taken, I think, uh, seven days to process her emotions. She was marginalized and targeted earlier by a man who is into those Nazi NFTs. Um, and and insisted she was part of the woke agenda, so it's taking a little bit of time for her to process that and maybe uncoil um, and maybe bring her kundalini energy down from her crown chakra down back to her root chakra again. The the the, the snake really uncoiled there. Um, Adi, I'm sure you agree. Yeah, that was really um, that was really something. I didn't I did not know how to react. We ha- but you know what? We haven't seen what particularly makes. Addie lose her shit, right? Like, we haven't seen that here. <laughs> Not fully. I don't know if, like, anything... I'm, like, I don't know if anything that you guys could say would make me lose my shit. I am I definitely have my moments where I just, like, fucking lose it, but mm. Mm, I think... Like, that's give me. us an example of, like, just completely going <sighs> off the rails. <laughs> um... No, I don't want it to. I, I'd rather like have the challenge of finding it. It's oh, like, okay. Like, um, it's like you have a crossword puzzle or something, and then somebody says, "Do you want all the answers?" I don't want all the answers, Sefi. I want to fucking find it. Yeah, the, I guess the only thing I will say is that, like, I, um, the, the possibility is definitely there, but, um. Yeah, it would have to be really be something for me to like lose it online, I think. But I think you're generally quite wise, Addy. I don't think you're um there's not like a a, a big overriding insecurity with you. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have like this they have a sense of like needing to defend something. Yeah. Like like the only reason like I'll give you an example, like the only reason we mentioned like the board ape yacht club things is because Tundra's like whole personal sense of self is built out of it. Like it, because it's like his investment and he's been rationalizing that it's a great thing for a long time. So like any, any time somebody says like, that's bad, or it's like the founders are Nazis or something. It's like, he just kind of explodes internally. And like a baby, you just want to like <laughs> keep prodding at it a little bit sometimes. I think it's just tempting. I think when anyone is just a bit rigid or quite attached to an identity or something, it's quite tempting to kind of like poke or at least use humor with it a bit as, and it's also not, not, not to bully them, but just as a way to loosen them up. Right when you see rigidity or tension or contraction um, on a spiritual level, it's just an illusion, right? You're not really your fucking NFTs or your story about your NFTs or, or who cares anyway, right? Like there's more to life. You're right here breathing alive with us, having fun. You know, it's, who cares? 
Um, so it's like a the, the childish impulse to, to poke a little bit where there's tension is a good thing, I think. It loosens people. It's quite a masculine impulse. It's like, hey man, like look, you're not free there. You know, this is where the this is where the light doesn't get in. So I'm gonna poke you a little bit. I'm gonna use humor and maybe you're gonna have a, a big explosion. But afterwards, maybe if you're if you're a real man, you'll look back and think, oh, I was really fucking tied up in that thing. It's the same with Wabby and like the strongman shit and, and, and you know, fucking Kate or whatever. It's like <laughs> he finds it hard to handle. It's an area that's closed off within his life. It's like a mental compartment that is quite shadowy and he hasn't explored much. So it's tempting to mention it, to, to kind of expand him into it. Um, so, yeah. But I think with you, Addy, you don't really have much of an overriding thing. You probably do, but like it's not as palpable as most people. You, you're quite wise for your age. I just think it's, it's sort of like, I definitely have things that I like, um, you know, that I care about, but I just think it's sort of like somebody's opinion on, on like, I think I've said this before, but I really live by the, like other people's opinions of me are none of my business. And so if somebody says something about something I believe in or about me that I don't really like, it's not really you know, that I'm not going to let it affect me because at the end of the day, like, how does that change anything about me? It doesn't. So, so you're kind of realistic, essentially. Yeah. But like things that I get upset about, like, I, like I'll def- I've definitely get upset about things in real life, but it's more like mm. probably more like interpersonal stuff, like with, I don't know. I see you as having like a, like, if you imagine a man's brain looks like a certain thing and then a woman's brain looks like a certain thing. I see you as having like a hermaphrodite brain. Like if we were to, oh, thank to, you. to pull your, if we were to like pull your scalp off and like open it up and have a look in there, I reckon it would have like a dick and a vagina in there. You know what I mean? You've got like yeah, a rational oh, side you can engage. You can engage <laughs> rational side. Even if it's not like your mm-hmm. um your your foundation or your baseline or where you're most comfortable, you have that side of you that you can activate. It's, it's see, that's like, like I actually find that really funny and I like I I'm like a little bit flattered that you think I can be rational because I was on the phone with somebody the other day and he, he literally said to me, every time I'm on the phone with you, you sound like you're in a crisis, even though like I'm not, I was just, you know, whatever, talking normally. But, um, so I think that's funny that like, that's the way you see, cause I don't know. I think most people in my real life would probably, um, no, I'm not saying that consider you consider me like highly, like, uh, and you live there emotional when, when you're around people like maybe me and Sefi and others you can like you can engage that part mm, of your mind yeah that makes sense I get and then like there. when you're talking to the guy who's like feeding you on the phone or something then then yeah you act, <laughs> act mental because you know like, that he will tolerate it like if, if you do that shit yeah. around us, you know that we're gonna fucking chuck you out of the window get rid of you <laughs> bite you back like there's more to lose here yeah definitely <laughs> Yeah, Addy is swag. They should rename Addy Swaggy. Thank you so much, Sora. <laughs> There's actually quite interesting people down. Have you ever scrolled down the, the thing, Sefi? There's people from all the domains of Twitter. There's King Wabby's here. Um, there's Evan, the, the writer from TFO, although he's removed that from his profile. He's secretly lurking. Um, yeah, there's loads of people. All the lung community and stuff. Yeah, oh, I yeah. hate King Wabi. I forgot about him. Oh, Zara, you you and Wabi um, always like, it's like a cat fight between the two of you. I'm not sure why. It's kind of like uh, Bruce was saying about, um, you know, 
Coach, what did they do so to you, man? What happened? You I did. I don't it. Really remember, but I just remember there was some oh, sort of contention there. I see. It said. It said. Wabby reported tweet no 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 what happened what happened was the last base that me and you were both on i called the exact top for lunk and i said i was short and then you said i was a fudster and then twitter you know they saw the algorithm and they're like what this can't be possible the coach doesn't agree with wabi and then i had said that same day that you know luna v2 uh is primed to go to a hundred dollars and you know, like when you have those two conflicts of interest, you know, um, it seems that capital was being deployed and, um, you know, some lads were more steady than others. And uh, that's just Honestly, Robbie, you, you could just be speaking Dutch right now. I don't know, like, what you're talking about. None of this makes any sense to me. It doesn't mean anything. Right, 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 right. Okay. So, <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, Kermo, what, what are you doing here, sir? That's the first question. Big crumb. Yeah, I'm just curious what, why, how come Zara hates you if she doesn't even um, understand crypto? Okay, I understand, why, dude. Yeah. I'm, I only come in here when I see my boys in here, right? Uh, I popped in here, and then the coach invited me. I clicked yes, and it didn't go through. So I clicked request, and I'm here. And um, coach, listen, bro. I've told you before. You're a swell dude. Wait, wait. Wabi, how much did you lift today? Uh, yeah, so I posted my pump picture. I didn't really do much. I did a very, very light workout, like a 45-minute one. I uh, did seated dumbbell press. Uh, I did one giant set uh, from the 20s all the way to 75s, 20 reps each. That took me, that took me like seven minutes, uh, a little over seven minutes, so... Grab the 20s, put them down, 30s, put them down, 40s, put them down, 50s, 60s, 70s, 75s, uh, 10, to, 10 to 30 reps that's each. That's a lot of detail. That's, that's yeah. a lot of detail. Zara, uh, would, you, would you want to know anything further like as far as like the nuances of this lifting technique? Um, well, I, I used to have a bit of a lifting phase last year. Um, now I can't be bothered, but it was fun when it lasted. Um, what's your favorite thing to work out? Uh, I don't know, dude. I just train. It's like part of my, it's part of my everyday life for the last like. Yeah, but you know, everyone has a favorite. No, and I've been doing this for like half of my life. It's not. It's like it's not even like a second thought. It's like eating, dude. I just yeah, eat. You can still have fun. I mean, I do have fun. It's 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 a lot of fun. So wait. Uh, so I think she's asking like you don't have like a favorite muscle group to train everything's everything is uh fun for me i i like to is it is it leg day is it cheat day what is it today uh today was upper body and then tomorrow's lower body it was my birthday on uh friday so yeah so getting getting that mega pump on luna was uh pretty insane dude because i actually got liquidated on my birthday last year and you know, a year later, um, so now you're feeling uh, good, right? Feeling pretty good, man. I, I I can't complain. So, you know, I just wanted to say, man, look, coach, you're a good character, right? You're a amazing personality, even though sometimes you literally push it to an extreme, cringe, uh, sometimes utterly disgusting limit. Uh, when it comes to uh, you know pumping a token, right? 
uh, you're dedicated, you host these 24 hour spaces, you really get the pump on the coin, right? So when the bull market comes back, you know, I expect you uh, to really, really, really get the pump on the coin. So thank you for your service, sir. Um, thank you for luring in like <clears throat> all these uh, people, you know, including Tim Cook, you know, the NFL player and uh, many other people. I was going to say the CEO of Apple's down here, too. Oh, yeah. And of course, you can't forget President Obama and uh, CZ from Binance, uh, the KuCoin CEO. Yeah. Um, Bobby, were you here when uh, Obama showed up? Yeah, I did. I did. I that did. was cool, I, wasn't it? It was, man. You know, he, he even like the little bit of karaoke for us. So, um, you Not know, I'm really particularly political, but yeah, he, he, he was impressive. That was actually so insane when that happened, because I think that we all sort of realized at the same time that he sounded like Obama. That was like it, that was just so weird. And he didn't even realize that he sounded like him. He like he had acted like he'd never heard that in his life before. Let me see if I can find him. Uh, what was his name again? It was something related to Sheba. Oh, he said, hold on. He DM'd me. I can send you his profile. Oh, there you go. What did he DM you? I'm jealous now. It was, <laughs> it was when you, it was like the space ended really abruptly and he was like, what was that? We were just getting into it. Cause we were like talking about some sex thing or something. Yeah. You tell him you really, really, really want to hear him speak. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll send him a DM. Coach, I'll send you his profile. Nice. Coach. So what's the status, dude? Are you coming back? Are you coming back uh, under a different account? I don't know. I'm trying to get a spare word, word. Uh, I wrote the word GIMP yesterday. And it said I'm permanently banned. I've appealed it though. And it's very weird because because GIMP in the UK means that like an unpleasant person, a contemptible person, or like, you know, like the GIMP mask in Pulp Fiction or something, you know, like a kind of a sexually subservient male or something. So I was like, what's what's happened? It, it like I got a notification that said your account has been like permanently banned. And, um, and the weirdest thing is the dude that was calling the dude that was calling uh, Lucas a faggot actually yeah, didn't he do was that. This is sort of weirdest thing. Like, Twitter's stupid. Or either that or some little, uh, like, tech nerd a, in India doesn't know the was, difference between these things. Exactly. It was a guy who had posted for years just, like, homophobic slurs and stuff and had, like, three followers. He was the one who reported me and got me permanently banned. Um, so I've appealed it. I assume, like, a lot of this stuff is managed through bots and stuff. But, like, here there wasn't even an intention to, to say anything bad. I think in the, in the U.S., um, colloquially, GIMP is used as like a kind of a, a put down or a slur for people who are disabled, almost like the word cripple or something. So I think Wait, that was really, the- yeah, Did yeah. You actually get suspended for that? I don't yep. think it's like a nice word, but I never like I wouldn't have never thought that that was something like bannable. Yeah, like, permanently banned. Not even not even a warning. Not even like remove your post. Yeah. Rip. I mean, I would think that, like, I mean, that, like you just said, that guy was saying, like, faggot and stuff. To me, that is much worse, but I don't know. Maybe. Before I didn't that realize. Oh, sorry. Say again. Scared. It could have been, like, I didn't realize GIMP had another meaning other than what you thought there, Bruce. So, blew my yep. mind. Yeah. I thought actually it was like a, it was like a, maybe it had been interpreted as some kind of attack on, on like, subservience or something. And I just it. Yeah, they're weird. Like, I, but who cares, right? Um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, it, it came up with the reported tweet. It was like, you've been reported for hateful conduct towards a particular group of people and said, you've been permanently banned. I log into my account now and it says, it's like, I can't even like posts or read my DMs. They're all disappeared. And apparently, all of my messages in every group chat and stuff, like a year of history, have just been deleted. 
it's just all gone, completely cancelled. I think if they did restore your account, though, those would come back. But obviously, if they don't, then there's a lot of um, writing and you know talking to people and friends and stuff. It's like a long history to just be erased by a bot. And and yeah, like it, it would be different if it was like I had a, an account with maybe five followers or something, right? But it's like a, I had an account of 13,000 followers and a long, long history and, and writing every day. It's, it's weird that this kind of thing happens, that they apply the same principles to a person who has like many thousands of followers or just one follower. It's just like weird AI bot homogenousness. I would be really careful with when you log in on if you if you're if you log back in on the Asparagoid account, because you get suspended a lot. And if they recognize it from the same place, they they them like the bot auto suspends other accounts that they know is linked with it so be really careful when you try and yeah. look back into that yeah, i just been, wouldn't at all, i have been worried about that but it's it's you know I've, I've i've logged into both accounts for years though like for a year right for almost a year now so it kind I of just, sounds like it was a like a manual takedown then because with uh, the automatic ones you normally get suspended on one and any that are like linked in any way um you need to verify them because they like phone number wise and they'll make you redo it so the fact that it wasn't sounds kind of like i don't know sounds kind of weird it happened like uh two minutes after i posted the word gimp though i think my my account was on thin ice for for all kinds of weird reasons though like um i i posted in like a, a group chat we have yeah so so one of the my last like seven day ban which i'd had before which is like the only real suspension i'd had was I, I was like acting like a medieval town crier, um, saying like uh, anyone who anyone who fuds Luna, anyone who like expresses disapproval of Luna, um, should should be exiled from the town. Like just a really fucking silly voice note. I got banned for seven days for that, um, for for like hateful conduct towards a group of people. Presumably the group there was like the people who don't like Luna, and like it's it's so fucking weird. And like from that though, my account was restricted. I couldn't adver- I couldn't like um, enable advertisements anymore. My impressions went down like eighty percent. Like the amount of people who read my tweets and stuff just went down a fuckload after that. Um, so like there was that. But I appealed. No, I wonder. Never- <clears throat> I wonder if you pay for their little monthly subscription, you're like more protected. Maybe. I think if you are if you have an ad account and you're spending money, yeah, for sure. And at least the the ad managers can de-restrict you quickly. But yeah, but I don't know. It's it's just fucked up. Um, how quickly they can remove you, and you have your a, a lot of history and creativity here and stuff. And um, I, even for that last suspension, the seven day one, I thought it was just so ridiculous because it was just like a a comedy tweet in a funny accent. It made no sense at all. But I appealed for that three times, both during and afterwards, and and they never ever heard back. So it's like just it's just like one lonely um, Indian guy processing millions of reports, I think, or something. You know, it's it's like it's not. There's there's no real financial incentive, I guess, for them to give you good customer service post ban because what do they care, right? They're making all the money. Coach, on that note, perhaps it might be an avenue to pursue to um, to start advertising um, with whatever account you're using, and then um, and then you'd have a direct point of contact uh, with Twitter, um, and then you'd be able to get your account unbanned if um, if it were banned. Mm. Yeah, maybe, but I've 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 messaged widely. And everyone thinks it's unreasonable. Um, and I've I've talked to people who have contacts in Twitter. So hopefully, like Monday, Tuesday, early this week, there's something done. 
what I've tried to, I think that the key here is that like a lot of this stuff is processed either by bots, just automatic AIs, like cleaning up the site based on keywords, or it's also just like lowly kind of call center tier workers who are just like processing reports all day and have no like innate intelligence to look at context or understand things in different regions or have like any kind of social aptitude at all. So I hope, think hopefully the key is for me to get like a real person, a real intelligent person to look at it. And after hey. they do, they'll look at the past ones too. Coach, did you forget about our new secret weapon? David Gorsuch? He's a new celebrity, man. Yeah, I, I was thinking of uh, asking uh, David Goldstein, but the thing is, I, I'm not sure if that's a help or a hindrance. I couldn't, I wasn't totally sure about that one. Hey, the, the work that the three of us did got him to have an AMA now through someone else, though, but with the Terror Rebels, so something worked. Aha. Uh-huh. So I got, so good cop, bad cop worked with him. Hey there, yeah, everybody. So I forget who it's with. Uh, hold on two seconds. Um, yeah, but he's doing uh, this. Uh, he's So they're naming him as the celebrity guest um, for the AMA. And, okay, it is commercial. Uh, Coin Merge presents Terror Rebels AMA with guest of honor Papa Woody and celebrity appearance David Gockenstein. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> so uh, we got uh, uh, Bruce Band and we got uh, Gockenstein uh, more followers. That's wonderful. Mm. It's odd. And, and, and like the yeah. moment you talk about, oh, he's going to be in here in two minutes. You know that, right? He's fucking listening. Jess, Jess or whoever that horrible. Well, he's, message he's one of the paid Twitter fucking people. So maybe he can put in a good word, you know? It's like Beetlejuice. When you say his name three times, he appears. <laughs> um, hey, uh, have you guys ever used that little button where you, like, I guess can get paid on Twitter? Like, maybe I can get make, make a dollar every night or something. Because I spend yeah. a lot of fucking time on here. Super maybe I can, like, I can buy, like, French fries or maybe a Coke or something at least. I don't know. I don't think you could. They took that option when I got the seven-day suspension, Sefi. The super follow thing. I could no longer do it. Oh, hey, really? Coach, I have a. Can you guys hear me a little bit better? I got a different setup here with my Bluetooth. So you're fine now. Oh, okay. So, oh my gosh, it's uh, it's really good to hear um, you know, everyone here up and about. Um, I was meditating all day today uh, when I heard the news last night about Coach Bruce uh, being being um, taken off. It reminded me of the time that um, my account on Instagram was taken off, and um, you know I, I did not have close to the following that Coach does. I can only hope one day that I would be able to, but um, I can imagine if you're losing fourteen, fifteen thousand individuals, you know that would do some something to your psyche. But Coach, um, it's good to hear that you are steadfast. Your mission is is still. It looks like you have not uh, faltered, so don't let them take you down. Um, I had about like 2,000 people on my Instagram, and to this day, I have not gotten it back. And I've had it since, I had it since 2012. And, you know, messages and and pictures and videos of me traveling all over North America and then across the pond and, you know, with family, you know, uh, sisters and, 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 um, you know, 
parents, you know, at different ages, um, you know, I'll never get those pictures back, those memories. So I can only imagine of all the, all the energy that you put into yours. So uh, I was been meditating all day about it and I'm just glad that <laughs> I hope you get it back. I have some ideas, some brainstorming ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way that I have heard and from people getting it back is they need to know someone within uh, the cathedral that is Twitter. And um, so it is a little bit of a social proof that you would have to jump in front of the line, in front of the queue um, to get um, your your um, your voice heard, which I think everyone in agreement uh, should, you know, we need that. We need that, um, those texts that you have, you know, that's a, it's a written canon, right, of, mm-hmm. of what you've done. Sorry to interrupt, but has any other non-American ever noticed how Americans just love the sound of their own voice so much? Like, they, they can just talk and talk and talk and no one, no, you don't interrupt them. They just won't stop. They'll repeat themselves. Say over and over, and it's like, come on, Sandra, people here, give us a chance. <laughs> Thanks, Zara. I appreciate that. I I'll try to. Uh, I mean, sometimes when you ha- when you like your own voice, you know, you try you try to listen to it, but sometimes you don't. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was part five of a multi-year CFI space. Be careful what you say, because probably by now no one else is listening. Recorded on Sunday, September 11th, 2022. Yay. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish, though. I snapped the wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopiness of weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. the trenches trying to stay offensive trespassing here like this land looks expensive ain't no time like the present trying to stake a claim just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims we're almost kind of running out of land here living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird same teams y'all we just trying to get a bite to eat a little rest saved up waiting for my time to sleep head down middle fingers up yo i'm wide awake never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away seven time and space while the wrecking ball the place i expect you all to play running marathons today when the Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nixed Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs>
Terror Spaces. Wow.